deal. I'm the best there is. Well, Lordy, freaking God! You can't handle the truth. I'm living like I'm a PP! It's a big, hairy American winning machine. What do you want to do with your life? Too bad, honest with you. I can't wait to shit my pants. I wish you could just shut your big yapper! Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Long Chair Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny Weather, and of course we have live on the podcast tonight, we have my main man, Bradley Weather, and of course the one and only Captain Unicorn. Hooray! So hey everybody, just wanted to say hi, I'm back and we're ready to roll. I'm going to turn it over to Brad and let's keep it going. What do you got for us tonight, Brad? Did you hear Unicorn say hooray? Hooray! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. I found some uh, audio that I want to share with you guys, and um, I think this is uh, this video is amazing to me. The sheer volume of it just really bothers me. I um, this is Janet Yellen, Mr. Kennedy from Louisiana. I think he's from Louisiana, right? Uh, listen to how much. Current President Joe Byron wants to raise our taxes. The fact that the president's proposed budget proposes $4.7 trillion in new taxes. It does, it does propose significant additional taxes, yes. $4.7 trillion? Something like that, yes. Uh, I'm wow. sorry. $4.7 trillion is uh, a significant dollar amount. And she says, yeah, something like that. Well, she was more Rain Man style. Is one-sixth of our current debt. And we're going to propose it in one biennium? Definitely, definitely 4.7. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely 4.7. That is exactly what it looked like what she was doing. It was, I could not believe she was like looking down and she's like pausing and bobbing her head. Yeah, she was pump faking. Either that or she really does not want to be the person. Um, maybe she would lose her job if she said, oh, yeah, he wants $4.7 trillion And that's a lot of money. Maybe she was trying to avoid that, you think? Or maybe she just had a medical condition like Joe, like Joe Byron does. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> uh, where am I again? You always picking on Joe Byron. I think you might be right, Brad. Um, I think she was seriously just doing the pump fake, the head fakes, and the uh, and the stutter step there. She was doing it for a reason, and that reason was she did not want to explain. Yes, we're increasing the debt four point seven trillion. I, you know, I gotta quickly say though, and you know I'm gonna do it. Republicans aren't any better. Y'all be raising it up too. It's just raising it up a different way. It's always raising, raising. But guess what? None of you ever have a tax. It's just a raise, not a tax. It's just, it feels like a tax. It smells like a tax. It looks like a tax, but it's not a tax. Just remember that, folks. Chani said it. It's a fee. It's a fee. There's a reason why they say appropriation, because what they're doing is they're appropriating taxes that from a, I'm sorry, they're appropriating revenue from a previous tax. That that tax has should have been sunsetted, but they didn't do it. And so they're appropriating that money and using it for something else, which is why I said that's crazy when I was running for office that I wanted if um, I proposed a tax 
this is how much time it was going to be on. Then it would sunset. And if I needed money for something else, I should have to present it to the people and say, this is what we're doing it for. I shouldn't be able to just appropriate that money and use it for something else. Well, I'm going to quickly just say appropriate, appropriate folks. Just think about what my brother Brad is saying here. What that is in, in, in layman's term to common folks like us, appropriate means they're going to spend your money. That's what they're doing because they don't have their own money. See, the only money they get is the money that they collect from our rear ends. So they're going to spend your money and they can call it appropriate. They can call it a fee. They can call it a bill. Whatever it is, it's coming from us, and therefore it is a tax. Go ahead, Captain. I'm on, baby. I'm on. It's on tonight. Well, you know, I guess the government needs more money to pay for all those transgender surgeries that they're going to do and all that uh, foreign aid we got to give out to the other countries who hate our guts. They got to come from somewhere, I guess, right? So I might as well get it from the hardworking American people, tax us more money, send us into oblivion, and pretty much destroy our country because they want to pay for this bullshit stuff. You know, and I quite frankly think Janet Yellen needs to resign. She's the worst Treasury Secretary. I missed our last Treasury Secretary we had under the Trump administration. He was pretty awesome. What was his name again? <laughs> you talking about Jerome Powell? No, he, Jerome Powell's a joke, too. Who was the Treasury Secretary under Trump? What was his name? I don't need, we, need, we need to go back and get Bernanke back. We go get interest rate Bernanke back. Was that Steve Munchkin who was the, uh, who was the uh, Treasury Secretary under Trump? Oh, yes, uh, Steve Mnuchin. Smart yeah. guy. But you got to remember, Trump's advisor was Larry Kudlow. That that dude is, if you follow the world of finance and economics, Larry Kudlow is a genius. Well, here's another genius for you. Uh, Uh-oh. I am, uh, 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 <laughs> oh, boy. Remember, we started, we started this uh, award, Libtard of the Week. Oh, here um, we go. Yep, here it is. The, and and yeah. I, I think what we should do is decide which one of these is the libtard of the week so um here we go you guys pick out your favorite one. Oh boy how many seasons there are 12 i don't know <laughs> yes what language do the people in idaho speak potato <laughs> wait what what language i don't know the first thing that came to mind was potatoes how many states make up the united states Guess a number, if you don't know. Five. Yes. <laughs> what continent are we on right now? What continent? Uh, I think, like, North Africa. What's three times three times three? Eighteen. Yes. How many cents are in one dollar? How many cents are in one dollar? Yeah. One, five, ten, twenty, thirty, hundred, six. Yes. Do you know what country we gained our independence from? Mexico, right? No, no, that's so wrong. Russia, no. <laughs> I don't know. Give me a final guess. Canada, I don't know. Yes, <laughs> you know what year the U.S. was founded? Wow. So. <laughs> the Canadians barely have their own independence. Oh, it's... What was your that's favorite? funny. Was it the... What language do the Idaho people in Idaho speak? Is it potato? I didn't know potato was a language. Well, you know, she was a blonde, so you know that's just, <laughs> that potato. That's that I know that one. This is the future of our country here. <laughs> They're answering questions <laughs> like this. I'm just 
dumbfounded. So well, I, I'm I'm gonna say it's got to be the the lady that said the language is potato. That's oh, gotta no. be the libtard of the week. Absolutely. Oh, I'm not sure, dude. I'm not sure. The the guy who had to count the cents to a hundred, he counted all the way up to I think forty, and then picked six. Okay, I'm sorry. Like I don't know how you got up into forty, and then you were like, okay. 40 minus 34. Let's go with six. That makes sense. I just, I'm, you got to give you, you got to give credit to the guy who had the states. I mean, there's a five and a zero. This guy almost had it right. He put zero first, then five. You got to tip your hat. He was closest of all. <laughs> well, we all know close up shots and horseshoes and hand grenades, right? Oh, well, is this Lord. a problem that we don't have a flag in the classrooms anymore where they can they can see the stars and realize that there's more than five states? I think if you I think if you answer a question like this on the street, you should be required to pass a citizen's exam before you can become a citizen of this country. Because I'm telling you, they come across the border, they pass that exam, they know way more than this. They know it wasn't Canada or Russia, for God's sakes. And if this is, if remember, folks, these people, they actually vote. Just going to throw that out there. They actually vote. And this is That's the public you're getting the government we have right now. Because these people well, are stupid to figure this out. And it's well, probably, the, it's a school system. They're brainwashing these people. They're brainwashing them. I'm disagreeing on this one for fun. These are the 50% of people that don't vote. There's no way they could find themselves find themselves and their way around a ballot booth. Like they would be where's the the line would confuse them. Then they would get up there and they would be, not have to show ID like everything else they had to do when they went to the movie theater and shit in California. You know, they would have to have their ID or something stupid. They're not used to this. These people don't vote. That's my that's my disagreement. Because they could just because you could just basically tell anyone, hey, I'm gonna vote, and you can cheat. That's what it is. Can do you imagine volunteering at one of these poll stations and one of these people comes in, they get their ballot, they walk over, and they're standing there raising their hand because they got a question. Like, there's no <laughs> A, B, C, or D. I don't know which one to pick. <laughs> yeah. I usually pick C. C is always the right answer, right? <laughs> oh Lord, this is crazy. Okay, that's that is we definitely speak. so. We had three different people for libtard of the week. <laughs> the potato. Exactly. Should we? Should it be one of those, or should we just say the school system? I think they all get it, minus the guy who almost got it. He was close. <laughs> the guy that said five. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you, he had the right answer. It was just the wrong way. Yeah, we are everything. screwed. <laughs> well, I like three times three times three is 18. I'm still unsure how you get to that math. Right? <laughs> three times three is nine times three. Well, it didn't say times two. <laughs> and the gal did say Mexico at first, which, again, it's another trick question, I think, for some folks. That was, I, I just, this is just crazy. And I do have to say Captain, Captain Unicorn's potato chick, I mean, that's pretty solid answer. What's the what's the language spoken in Idaho? Potato. You're like, potato. oh my gosh. Oh Lord. 
you know, that would that would make me bilingual if I could speak potato. I'm telling you. All right. Well, do you guys know who you're voting for uh, in 2024 yet? Captain um, Unicorn, have you decided? I have not decided yet. I'm well, leaning. Don't you have a favorite, though? Vivek. I'm leaning towards Vivek. Vivek. Okay. All right. Johnny, have you decided yeah. who you're voting for? I think you had last well, said you, you weren't quite sure. Well, you guys all know me, and you know that I will make my decision at the ballot box like I always do. I will be standing in there and make my final decision because anything can happen up until the day. Uh, but if things were today, I would be voting Donald J. Trump, of course. No doubt in my mind. I want that economy back. I want Americans happy again. I want people prosperous and being America first. I want to hang our flag again. There's a lot of things I'd like to do, and I'd sure like to kick sex ed out of school completely. Well, you guys uh, fall into the 58% of Democrats that say they want to vote for someone else. Um <laughs> Here you go. Listen, listen to this. You're going to make me choke. The numbers are beyond sobering for President Biden. We're seeing his leadership underwater on a range of issues around the economy, inflation, crime, far more than that even. Only a quarter, 26%, said they think he should run for re-election. 40% say they are worse off financially than they were two years ago. The most negative response to that question in nearly 40 years of our polling. Just a third of Americans in this poll, John, say yes, Joe Biden deserves to be reelected. 53% of 2020 Biden voters say he shouldn't run. Less than a third of Democratic voters want to see him renominated. And 76% of voters under 35 think he shouldn't run. The economy, 37% approval. Immigration, 35%. The 58% of Americans who disapprove of how he is handling the economy right now. When 74% of Americans think the country's heading the wrong way, it's hard for the boss to say, give me four more years. Are you guys worse off than you were financially? I'm not. I'm actually doing better. Well, it depends which account you're looking at. Um, portfolio investments in the market, no. Uh, crypto, sure, it's been a little down. So it just depends on which investment portfolio you're looking at. Real estate hasn't really done anything under the Joe Byron administration. Um, and as far as work is concerned, well, work is pretty steady with what I do. So I'd say I'm a little better. But, you know, again, it's not... I think, you know, when President Trump ran prior to being president, he ran on a message that uh, a rising tide raises all ships. It doesn't leave anybody behind. And I think when we saw the Trump economy, we saw that. We saw it first and foremost, something greater than we had seen even at the Industrial Revolution. And I think if you're if you're voting on economy and you don't care what the what the exterminator looks like, smells like, or says, um, I think then you're going to get the rodents out of your house and you elect Donald Trump again. That's, you know, my two cents on it. I do agree with you on that one, um, you know. But the the thing, the big issue that, that we, have in, we have in this country and that the big reason Trump had, the issue that Trump has is what's always plagued him is he's a double-edged sword. So he, you either like him or you hate him. And there's no in between, except for me. I'm kind of in the middle, I guess, with them. So, yeah, you're you know, squishy. One of our previous podcasts, I listed off quite a few things that uh, President Trump had done. And a lot of the comments that I hear about President Trump are uh, did I say dump? President dump? I'm, I have to. Yeah, I don't know. But if you did, shame on you. Shame I on know. you. 
uh, President Trump, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a lot of the, the comments that I hear about him, they're so naive because they don't understand the things that he did. And as Captain Unicorn said, the reason that he's polarizing is because all they do is listen to his words instead of his actions. And if you are someone who wears your emotions on your sleeves, you may not like some of the things that he says. But you know what? You could walk down a New York City street and someone could yell at you or whistle at you, catcall you, whatever, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. But for some reason, we don't look at what he did for us. We only look at or listen to what he said. And I think a lot of people are missing out on the valuable things that he did for America when he was in office. And as as I've said before, I think his mistake was he took on the deep state and he took on the media at the same time. If he would have prioritized, did one, then attacked the other, I think he could have had an amazing eight years and um, he would have been able to do quite a bit. It goes to what, I, what I've said uh, about the president is that it's all about presentability and it is a popular cause because people who, the majority of people who vote don't vote on issues. Like you said, they vote on emotion. Um, if it was truly an issue-based election where people actually read the issue-based, issue only, Trump will win hands down, 100%, guaranteed, take it to the bank, if it was based on issues. But unfortunately, majority of people don't vote on issue. They vote on emotion, and that's they use the emotional side of their brain, not the logical side, unfortunately. For all you, and for all you people that do that, just so you know, that's how we get Joe Byron. Exactly. You get the government you vote for. Well, we also get city councils in California doing um, crap like this. Me, My name is Aurora Regino, and I am the mother that filed a lawsuit in federal court against Chico Unified for transitioning my daughter without my knowledge. I'm here today to tell my story so parents and the public know what is going on in our schools. Last year, my 11-year-old daughter was in elementary school here at Chico Unified, and her elementary school transitioned her from female to male behind my back. Shortly before this happened, my father had recently passed away, and I was diagnosed with breast cancer. My daughter was distressed and began questioning her sexuality, so she decided to reach out to a wellness counselor at her elementary school. The day my daughter shared her guidance shared with her guidance counselor that she felt like a boy the counselor immediately affirmed this new identity from then on the counselor continued to have one-on-one meetings with my daughter without my knowledge during one of those one-on-one meetings my daughter told the counselor she wanted to tell me about her new identity the counselor ignored her requests and did nothing to support her in letting me know what was going on at school throughout her transition my daughter changed very quickly was bullied and as a result was very unhappy And because her school kept this transition a secret from me, she was on her own. I'm a busy working mother, just like the rest of you. Before this happened to our family, I would have not believed this was going on in our schools, especially at the elementary level. Shocking. It's disgusting. And the school needs to be held seriously accountable. Very shocking. What do you do? I mean, here's my problem. (laughs) Help me. You're, you're trying to give a prescription for America, right? Help me through this. The argument you hear is that genders are a social construct, okay? They don't believe in male, female. They believe in you, how you feel and what you think and what's in your head takes precedence over your actual biology. She said something interesting that her daughter told 
the counselor that she thought she felt like a boy. She has no idea what a boy feels like. She only has what society has told her a boy is like. So if you're a counselor, how do you take that as a validation that she knows exactly that she's a boy? Yeah, that you don't. Unless you're trying to push agenda. And do, you, do, you, do you see how the left's argument folds in on itself all the time? You can't choose a gender because it's a social construct, yet they want to transition to the opposite sex. Now, they're not saying they want to transform to or transgender to a unicorn. They always are transgendering from a female to a male or a male to a female. How can you only transgender to one or the other? if genders are a social construct. You know, this whole social gender that they were talking about, you know, this thing was started by these stupid Gen Zer people, not Gen Zers, I mean, uh, these stupid millennial people and uh, their stupid, their kids. And, you know, it pretty much is, hey, you could be whatever the hell you want to be. And, you know, no, you can't. You know, I'll say it again. If you have a penis, you're a male. If you have a vagina, you're a female. It is hands down. You have an X or Y chromosome. Like, seriously, people, I mean, these are the same people who are saying, follow the science for the coronavirus lockdown BS that happened. Yeah, follow science only when it's convenient, only when it's convenient for you people. It's just another way of brainwash these people to follow in the school system is like the Borg cube. All simulate, all one, and that's what you do. And if you you go different from that, then you're ostracized. It's just so infuriating. I'll try to, I'll go with you on this, Brad. I I don't know how you would, because if you're saying there is no gender, then how do you switch to another gender? That doesn't make any sense. There's only two genders. Only two. Male or female. Mother Nature has it. The the whole subject to me makes my head do backflips. I'm trying to just, my brain is like doing gymnastics here, trying to figure out, okay, well, if there are no sexes based on science, there's infinite or unknown or infinite or there are none basically and you can be whatever you want to be then how are you transitioning if there are no sexes from one sex to another it's like i said it's mental gymnastics folks it's mental gymnastics people shouldn't have to do mental gymnastics to try to understand other people and what's in your head is in your head it isn't what everybody else has to decide because In one moment, you want people to not know what you're thinking, but in the very next moment, you want them to understand you are a certain gender. You're a you're a turtle salamander with wings. That's crazy. I know. So get in my head, get out of my head, get in my head, get out of my head. How about we all just stay out of the head? Whatever you are, as Captain Unicorn said, his science class that he said, uh, you know, just a few minutes ago. Very good. Very good job. You should be a biology teacher. Oh, I'm, a, I'm just a drunk. That's all. Wow. Boy, give yourself legitimacy. Way to go, buddy. Um, the Democrats, they, uh, they impeached President Trump. Not once, but twice, right? Let's listen to the next video. And do we think we should be impeaching Biden? Let's, um, let's listen to what these guys say here. 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. 
They have said that this is, has all the care. Four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. This is classic Trump. We have four days left, and all of a sudden, there's a laptop. There's overwhelming evidence that from the intelligence community that the Russians are engaged. It's the last-ditch effort in this desperate campaign to smear me and my family. The vast majority of the intelligence people have come out and said there's no basis at all. Was that that letter? The Biden campaign itself was behind it. They were the ones that encouraged those former intelligence community officials to write that letter. So not only did they spread disinformation, getting those intel officials to write that letter, they then used that letter to spread further disinformation themselves. We now know the laptop is legitimate and Biden and his family have a lot to answer for. Go ahead. I'll let you guys jump on okay. this because I know so, I'm going in the opposite category. What they're talking about. Okay. First, we have to talk about precedents. Okay. You know, you actually impeached, impeached um, Joe Biden. And if we use the if you use definition of impeachment that he used for Donald Trump for stuff, then yeah, we can. But all that stuff with Hunter Biden laptop happened before Biden took office. But if we use the Donald Trump version of what 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 he was impeached for for something that happened outside office, then yes, he should be impeached. But in a normal definition, I don't think we should impeach him for this event. There's plenty of other things that he could be impeached for. What that sets up for you is if the Hunter Biden laptop is his, it's real, and he acknowledges that it's his, on that laptop, it implicates Joe Byron as taking a percentage of what Hunter Biden takes. So during his presidency, he took money and elicited conversation with the Chinese government, our most hated enemy at this moment, right? He took money from them, the $20 billion that Hunter Biden gave the Chinese foreign investment, or he brokered for the Chinese foreign investment, and he got 10% of that, $20 million. Joe Byron got a percentage of that. That means he committed treason, and he should be impeached. Not just in Congress, it should fully go through, and he should be ousted from the office. End of story. Well, that happened, that, that happened when he was vice president, correct? It's continuing on now. So oh, yeah, there's getting plenty money for everything oh. Hunter Biden does. But when the Hunter Biden thing came up, that the Hunter Biden story was talking about when he was the vice president, correct, of this country during the Barack Obama administration? Yes. All right. And, and, and impeachment, and we all know impeachment means nothing. Um, if this is all true, he should be arrested, like literally arrested and thrown in Guantanamo Bay. If that's the standard we're using, then yes. He can be impeached for this, but we don't gotta go far. We got to arrest him, like put him in jail. But the problem is, who's gonna do it? Who's gonna be brave enough? Who's gonna step forward and make the motion to do that? And who's gonna be willing to follow through on that? And quite frankly, I don't see anybody in Congress that's willing to do that. Maybe one person, Margie Taylor Greene, might be the only one in Congress that might have the balls to do that. Senator Holly from Missouri. Yeah, he might be able to, but again, the Senate, you know, they need to get about 20 Democrats on board to remove from office, I think, or need two thirds of it. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there. You know, that's why it was really frustrating this last election when when, when everyone lost because we would have won at least a few of those Senate seats and we could have done something. But our side is not gonna do a thing because whatever. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're I hope I'm wrong. I want to be wrong on this one because I want the guy gone. 
Like seriously, I want him out of my office because he's a joke. He doesn't deserve to be there. Well, I I would say that Joe. Well, from the political perspective, I would disagree with you. Uh, from the from the point of treason, I would agree with you. Joe Byron is a treasonous uh president is what he is he does take kickbacks from foreign nations to correct brad's number uh if it's a 20 billion dollar broker deal and he got 10 percent, well then you know he's getting kicked out two billion dollars for the deal but from a political standpoint and this is where i'm going to disagree with you is if you take joe out politically all the way out i'm talking beyond congress he's done you install kamala harris as president now, if you think it's bad under this president, imagine how bad it would be giving her the executive order pen. I just, I think there's a reason why they don't take this puppet out right now and they just wait and bide their time because they know he doesn't stand a chance in the next election. And I don't know that the Democrats have a strong enough candidate coming in. I'm hearing rumors of Susan Rice running. Is that our argument that, the person that would take his place is worse than he is? Correct. How bad is that? That's that is as bad as it is, but I think that I think a lot of people understand that the Kamala Harris part of this whole thing is is the George Soros backed portion. And if we look at each party, there is a serious battle going on between the donors. You've got the hard left Antifa's uh, going up against the moderate uh, the moderate Democrats. And they're battling it out where you've got Joe the moderate with Kamala the Antifa. You've got the same thing that was going on on the Republican side where you had the, you know, the Trumpers, the MAGA base with the, you know, the Pences of the world bringing the, you know, the more, um, I wouldn't say conservative, but trying to bring some more of the moderate but conservative people to the table too. Um, You know, the Christian ones. You always have that. And then, of course, you had the Jeb Bush in that battle, too, when that was when the Republican nominee was going on. And you're having Republicans already, you know, rhinos and moderates come out of the woodwork to challenge Trump already. So there's there's just both of the parties are at war with each other um, and at war within their parties. They all are. And because of that, that's why removing a Joe only hands the other side of your party that you don't like but you have to work with it hands them this the pen and that's a problem because because democrats on the moderate side are are smart enough to know that if the party goes too far left it's going to swing the pendulum hard right well another problem we have is we're out of time that is our time for tonight Thanks, guys. I, I think that was uh, some great debate, some great conversation. Um, I Hopefully, we gave people a lot of things to think about and talk about. Hey, this is Captain Morgan. Hey, this is Bradley Weather. Hey, this is Johnny Weather. I know you want to listen to us every second of every day. That's why, because I've got the best prescriptions for you. That is why we made it easy for you to find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, Radio Public, where you can subscribe, share, and give a five-star rating. Because you know life just ain't right without a good government. Granted by we the people. And we're like a dog show. Best in class, baby. Hey, you know I love me a big